Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it's a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. Every day we will meet here to reflect on the day's devotion from the I Am Jesus devotional book. And if you don't have your digital copy yet, I'd encourage you to check it out at whoisgrace.com slash Jesus. Now, my hope is that our time together helps you take your faith from weekly to daily as you become a fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ. Today is Wednesday of week three, and we are on page 20 in the I Am Jesus devotional book. Psalm 51 is the focus of our time today. Now, for me, this is one of the most painful and most hopeful portions of Scripture. David, a man after God's heart, as he is called, commits some really big sins. And when they come to light, he writes this psalm of repentance so that God's people will sing it forever and remember their own sins and the marvelous mercy of God. For context, in 2 Samuel 11, we find the story of King David, beautiful Bathsheba, and honorable Uriah. To keep it short, David should have been at war with his army, but instead he stayed at home, behind, in his palace. Idle hands get up to no good, you know. He spots Bathsheba bathing, invites her to visit, gets her pregnant, invites Uriah back to visit his wife, Uriah refuses to do so while his men are in battle. So David sends Uriah to the front lines to die. Then David marries Bathsheba. It all works out for him in the end, except that God knows. And God sends his prophet Nathan to call David out. David repents, and he composes his heart-wrenching psalm. He will live with the consequences of his sin, but he will not live with the condemnation of his heavenly father. Because when his sin was exposed by the light of truth, David chose to repent. And he did so in a very public way. Imagine everyone knowing the worst about you, and you react by writing a song for the church to sing for all of time. That's intense. When I come face to face with the ugly darkness of my heart, I'm so ashamed, and that makes me want to hide. It hurts to acknowledge my sin. But let's read a bit of what David wrote. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Rather than hide and pretend no one knows that God doesn't know, this must be the very cry of my heart. Listen as he goes on to describe what God will do in him. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. All of this reminds me of Romans 5.8, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, for you and for me. Isn't that what God, it isn't that God mistakenly thought that we were good enough to save. He knows just who we are and what we've done. And he sent his light to the world exactly for our darkness. My God moment in my chair today was that God doesn't want my confession so that I will be labeled a wretch, a terrible sinner. That's what I was. He wants my confession so that he can put a new label on me, forgiven, washed, clean. That's who I am now. What was your God moment today? Let's close with a brief prayer. Jesus, your light exposes my sin. When I think that it's better to hide it away, help me remember David, who made his confession public so that I would learn and know that you are merciful. I am washed clean by your blood, Jesus. Praise you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you for joining me. Remember, you can always access Grace's daily read plan at whoisgrace.com read. And please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so others can find it. 
I look forward to meeting you at my chair again tomorrow.